This week I talk about sewing and the screwed up postal system, along with some goals I've set to make my life a little bit easier or better or more profitable. I'm not exactly sure how to categorize them right at the moment. Living from the bottom to the top is a weekly look at my life while living in my broken down 2004 Chevy Suburban in the middle of the Mojave Desert in Southern California. These episodes are unedited and sometimes can be quite raw and emotional. While I'm living in my vehicle at the moment, my ultimate dream is to own a mortgage-free home before I turn 60 in five years. Thank you for listening. Before I really get into this episode, um, last week I gave a shout out to No Phony Podcast Network only to find out after I posted everything, that they had actually changed their name to the Pod Den. So I'm making it right this week. Um, I will be tagging them again with the correct um, at in the links. So sorry about that, Pod Den. I hope this bit gets a lot of followers for you. Um, This last week has been a bit chilly, to say the least. Uh, We were down to 30 degrees at night. I think the high was 58. But on Monday, the wind was blowing so hard that you couldn't see the mountains around us. That's how much sand was in the air. Um, Last year, we had the smoke from the uh, Bobcat fire. And... It was pretty much the same thing. You just couldn't see. And the wind was just so bad. Um, I did a TikTok and you could hear how how hard the wind was blowing. You couldn't really hear me. I actually had to put subtitles. Um, and I did post them on Twitter. But the wind started blowing about 2 a.m. on Monday. And... There was a couple times I thought Ruby was actually going to get rolled over. That's kind of scary. And then the wind kept blowing until like between 3.30 to 5 a.m. on Tuesday morning. Um, We're still picking stuff up that the wind took and scattered everywhere. Um, It ripped open garbage bags, so we're picking garbage up out of the desert. And it's not just a little... You know, it's not a couple feet away. It's a quarter mile at best, if not further. Um, Which really sucks. Because, you know, it gets caught on plants and you got to reach in and hope. You know, it's cold enough, thankfully, the nope noodles are finally in hibernation. But at the same time, you're still thinking about, okay, are they actually, or are they just hiding from the wind? So... I was not happy about that. Um, I'm also not used to the wind blowing like that. Like C and Pup are. I mean, they come from tornado areas. They come from Illinois. Um, Even though I spent 14 years in Pennsylvania, uh, we didn't really have the wind like this. Um, But I know part of it is because we are in a basin. But... It did allow me to 
for the most part, get caught up on my sewing. Um, like I said, my little machine does not like to sew through a lot of fabric. And I had to help it a lot. And I'm quite sure some of the gears are trying to strip because of it. Um, and of course with the wind blowing the sand, blocking the sun. I lucked out that I got to charge my Yeti in the morning because I wasn't able to charge anything else. And then there was so much sand that when the sun set, it looked like the moon. You could actually stare right at it. It was just pure white. There was no color in the air. There was nothing. It was just like pure white. And I was like, why is the moon over there? And remembered, we're in a new moon week and the moon wasn't even up yet. So there's that. Um, but I did get caught up on my sewing that I had backlogged because my machine broke. And I'll be shipping the last box out tomorrow or on Monday depending on how C feels and that'll let me get some side projects done so I can reach some goals and I'm thinking I'm back to thinking maybe I should get the parts for Ruby and seeing if I can get her to run at least then I can move her forward a little bit so she's a little more level and not tilted in the way that the wind can catch her and actually move her like it did but that really isn't the first goal I want to achieve. It, that's actually the third. Um, my first one is actually to get solar in place so I can work on my sewing without having to interrupt it to charge the Yeti every day because sewing takes quite a bit of the charge. I'm also looking at maybe upgrading to a different Yeti. Um... But having the solar will actually keep my uh, lap chart top charged a lot easier. And I can do my D&D &D since I'm going to be DMing a campaign next week. And I've got a bunch of stuff that I still haven't done yet that I need to get done. Um, but the cost of this first goal is going to be between $400 and $600. Um, that depends on if I up if I'm going to upgrade the Yeti from 150 to 200, and I'm not asking for donations because they don't come. Um, I mean, the ones that have helped me, um, thank you, and I appreciate all the help you have given me. But what I am asking is that you help me sell uh, 16 to 24 stuffed ferrets. I have many listed on my Kofi page. Um, I need to get the others listed there as well. Um, I've actually closed my Etsy page because of some nonsense going on. And I may be taking my business elsewhere from Etsy. Um, there's a lot of issues going on right now. And I think it's just they grew too fast for their britches and they don't know how to deal with it. Or they have sold it to someone else and they're just, they're making it a horrible place to even try to sell anything. Um, 
I also have commission a commission page on my Kofi for people to design their own ferrets. I also still have Fluffy the Unicorn and Peggy the Pegasus for sale. I can also do gargoyles. Um, there's a couple other things I'm working on right now that once I get them stuffed and sewn and completed, I will post on Twitter. I can also make bowl cozies or even pot holders if that's what you would like. Um, if you would like any of those, then there's some play. Uh, there's a couple things on my Kofi page that have prices. Otherwise, leave me a comment and, or a DM if you're on my Twitter and you follow me. Um, and I will get back to you with the prices. And then there's always my fallback, which is my scrap mice. Which I can do either plain or with catnip. Um, and my mice come in a set of three. And the tails are backstitched for a little bit of strength. They are a ribbon tail. But um, you never know what kind you're going to get because they're scrap fabric. So there's that. And... Thanks to the Postal Service, I will be rising my prices in November to cover the shipping increase that happened this last week. And I'm going to have to discontinue offering international shipping as it's just too high. Um, it's not fair to ask for a $60 shipping fee for something that's $25. That's just, that's absurd. There's no reason for it. Now, if you do want international, I will offer the medium box, which I think works out to like almost $70. But I know for a fact I can get uh, $200 worth of bowl cozies, which is 10 bowl cozies, um, and some mice into it. So that might actually work out better. Um... And I might give you a small discount for that size order. Um, but I have to be able to make a profit as well. Um, and speaking of the postal service and its nonsense. I'm still waiting on some stickers I know that were sent from Canada. And it's been a while. So... But as slow as they are, and I'm sure they came first class, and it's international, um, I'm not going to start worrying until the end of November. At that point, then I'm going to say they went to a dead letter place. Um, this is also not the first bit of mail that's missing. Um, I am beginning to wonder if maybe somebody works at the post office here is dyslexic and keeps putting my mail in somebody else's box. Because... I've had several things not show up, and several of them have been packages, and because I have informed delivery, I have all the uh, tracking numbers, so I can say, where is it? You know, it was delivered three days ago, it's, I don't have a slip, why not? And they're like, ah, okay, and it's like, it was in the wrong spot. Okay, why is it in the wrong spot? Um... But uh, the last one that really pissed me off was actually a certified letter. And I never got the information that it was sent or was even delivered. It said it was there. 
went in the next day and no pink slip, no nothing. And the person that sent it said, I just got notification they sent it back. I'm like, they just got it. And it's like, okay. So something really weird was going on with that. And the tracking number shows it's stuck in Pasadena, California. So, yeah, not really happy with that, with the system. But, uh, to try and ship it either FedEx or UPS would be even more expensive. So, I'm stuck kind of with the uh, postal service right at the moment. Um, I will be posting my goals on Kofi in the goal section. I will be redoing that tonight. Provided I have enough power on my computer, which I think I have enough left on my uh, Yeti to do that. Um, but yeah, time for an ad. So I'm back. Um, I've had a migraine off and on for the last week. Well, it I shouldn't say that it is a migraine. Um, it acts like a migraine. But a part of it is, I have a feeling, is uh, caused by a pinched nerve in my shoulder or my neck from sleeping on my wooden platform bed with basically no mattress. Um, while I'm not freezing to death, it's still chilly. Um, I am sleeping... With a couple blankets underneath me, which aren't real thick, my sleeping, and then I'm sleeping in my sleeping bags. Um, I actually have one sleeping bag inside the other one. And right at the moment, I'm actually sleeping on the one with the other one over me, and then my other blankets, which help quite a bit. Um, the reason I'm not in between the two yet is it's too warm. I tend to kick blankets off when I get too warm and then you have to get up in the get up in the middle of the night pick everything up off the ground and it's already a tangled mess and I don't have a lot of space so I don't want to overheat and then overheating is you know um, Les Stroud says you sweat you die and it's pretty true uh, if you sweat then you have a chance of having hypothermia so yeah so like I said, while I'm not freezing to death, it is chilly at night, and I do like any other human being that's cold. Um, if they don't have heat, they curl up into a ball to conserve energy and to conserve body heat and all that. Um, unfortunately, my body does not like to do that for long. Um, it cramps up, so then I have to straighten out, and so the cycle goes on all night. Unless, of course, it's a night I'm having insomnia, where I'm doing the toss and turn. And if I'm doing the toss and turn for three hours, I give up. I just, I watch something on my phone. Uh, a lot of times it's just dumb videos, um... Or I, you know, scroll through t Twitter or TikTok or something. And 
because there's really nothing else I can do. There's, you know, I don't, I don't want to use my Yeti for a light source. I don't really want to light up the desert. Um, I need to do a little bit more to contain the light to the inside of Ruby so that other people don't know when I'm awake. And in doing that, it might actually make it a little warmer in here. But at the same time, using the Yeti to have a light source means I'm draining the Yeti faster. And I do use the Yeti all night to keep my phone charged to 100%. Um, having a lack of sleep just makes it so I don't want to do anything. Um, that includes sewing, that includes writing, that includes working on the podcast. Because, um, you know, like I said, yes, I do write a script. I don't always stick with it. But I usually start the script on Sunday night, Monday morning. And that way I have something, you know, okay, this is what I want to talk about. Or, you know, I won't forget to talk about. I didn't even start doing this until Wednesday night. Now, mind you, I forgot it was Monday because it was a holiday. And my week has been all screwed up because of that. But there's other things that I have to take into issue, into account. And I can't just blame it on the holiday. I have to blame it on who? Me. Because I am the one that has to do this. Or, want, you know, started doing this. Um, and, of course, you know, lack of sleep also makes my depression worse. And basically, you know, I have no interaction with anybody. Um, my son has taken to calling me every day, which is nice. Well, I should say my child. Um, sorry about that. Um, like I said, um, there are things that are working in the process for my child, but it has been 31 years and I'm still getting used to pronouns. So there is that. Um, also not using a lot of the pronouns because of their father and a couple things that have been said that have made us a little leery of statements because I one I don't know that he doesn't listen to the podcast and he needs to just back up and realize that that child is 31 years old and is an adult um, instead of one of the text messages my child sent me today was it was 1.30 according to the timestamps and he's like are you still up it's getting late you need to go to bed um hello the child knows what time it is the child knows he goes to work in the morning and if the child wants to go to work exhausted that is their business back off but this is the same man that thinks I'm coming back after 20 some odd years. So yeah, a little bit controlling. Um, it's also the reason we're working on budgets and trying to get it so that they can get moved out of that place. 
But it's kind of hard to do when the father keeps doing things to basically keep them financially destitute. So there is that. Um, but a couple weeks before Boyd's passing, I had made a comment about maybe taking some time off from doing the episodes. And I actually received a comment back stating that if it wasn't fun or seems like work, then it then I needed to stop or take the time off. The thing is, um, I don't know that this podcast has ever really been fun. I mean, and it has always felt like work to, to some extent. Because I, I mean, during the pandemic, I mean, how many podcasts actually came out of the pandemic because we were all going crazy with no one to talk to? And for me, it felt like I wasn't being heard. Um, I mean, there are still days like that. And, but I know there, there are people out there listening and some have helped when they could and like I said earlier, I do appreciate all you've done. And I appreciate you all. Um, but I am seriously thinking about taking some time away from the podcast and maybe revamping it. Revamping how I record some of the episodes. I'm also debating changing my release, release day from Friday to Saturday. Um... But between Boyd's passing, not achieving my goals in the last four months, I mean, I haven't hit any of them. I haven't even come close. And some of them have been dumb. I mean, it shouldn't upset me so much. But it does. Um... And, I mean, some of the goals are just, you know, everyday things that I need to get done. Like, need to pick up Ruby, need to do this, need to do that. Um, need to write. I haven't written in almost two years. And yet, I want to write, but I can't seem to get beyond writing my scripts. Um... I need to rearrange Ruby and put my bed basically back the way it was so I have space again. And in doing so, I might actually be able to use the propane heater that C gave me since he bought a new one. And he couldn't get this one to work and it didn't take much. It just took a lot of getting the cat hair out of it. And... You know, once I have Ruby rearranged, then I can use the space heater safely. And, you know, take some of the chill off at 3 a.m. when it's so cold. Um, and like I said, I have stated my selling goal. But the other one, and this is one that's kind of upsetting me, is I would love to have 200 followers on Twitter. I'm not sure what's making it so hard for me to hit that mark. I've been saying that since June. 
we're coming to the end of October. I mean, we're mid-October. And I haven't even hit 160. And yet, there are others that will come on and say, Can I get from my lowly number of 50 to 500? And within hours, and I do mean hours, they've hit the 500 plus mark. And, and it's not because others aren't sharing my request, because I've seen it. I just don't know why people aren't following me. I don't know if it's just because I'm an old houseless woman that nobody really wants to hear from me other than the people that do follow me. Or what the issue is. But it gets annoying. And then it seems like all I'm doing is complaining because I'm not getting anywhere with anything. Um, you know, I've been scammed because I thought I had reached a goal. I almost got scammed because I thought I hit something right, you know? And the other thing is, you know, don't push the universe. Don't push it. Just let it happen. I've been letting it happen for over six years. I don't want to be living in my vehicle. I want a place of my own. But until I can get a vehicle that runs, is registered, is smogged, get my license back, because right now I don't exist. I sent in my voters, my everything for my voters registration card so I can get my driver's license. I haven't heard back from that either. I've got to go find the address and look up my number and see if they've even received it. And if they haven't, then I have to start all over again. And then there's the catch-22. You need your driver's license to get your voter's registration. To get your, vote, to get your license, you need something with an address. C got his driver's license because of his voter registration. And he jumped through all the hoops. I'm jumping through the exact same hoops, but I'm not getting anywhere. But yet, the universe supposedly supports me. So, and I'm trying. And it, that's the hard part, is to do all my affirmations and my meditations and follow everything and just go. And not... And when the when I get kicked in the teeth, say, thank you, I'd like some more, please. No, I don't want kicked in the teeth anymore. I want things to go right. And this year has not been it. And I'm over it. And I'm coming up to November when everybody's going to start freaking out about Christmas. And I'm going to get overloaded again with orders instead of people going oh I need this by such and such date you know and it happens every year every single time and mid you know 
oh, Black Friday, I need this, 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 and this. And I have 20 or 30 orders. And it's like, okay. But they all want to wait until December 1st to pay me. Well, by then I have bills, other bills that I have to pay, so I don't have a savings. And it gets annoying. So. I mean, I can't even seem to come up with the money so I can pay my storage in Pennsylvania back up so I don't lose my life if I haven't lost it already. I haven't heard anything from them. And it's not like they don't have my email or my P.O. box. So I have no idea what's going on. And it makes me anxious. More so than I normally am. So, on to the card. That's something else I needed to ask. Do I keep the card? Do you guys enjoy hearing the card readings? Or do you want me to just stop? You know, um, that's completely up to you. Um, everything, you know, if you visit my Kofi page, you should be able to comment there. Um, you should be able to comment comment in Twitter or wherever. Um, but yeah, it would be nice to know is, is, am I wasting my time? I guess is what I'm asking. But for this month, I'm using Colette Baron reeds Wisdom of the Hidden Realms. Uh, with this deck, the cards that are upright are called allies, and those that are upside down are challengers. There are several that are both. Um, so, with that in mind, and the question, of course, is a little bit different than the other card, other decks, because of this. So, and the question is, what is the evolving nature of my audience and eyes situation? And the card drawn is number 44, Lady of the Mirror. It is in the challenger's position, but this card is both ally and challenger. The essence of this card is reflection, non-judgment. And let's see, what does it say? The Lady of the Mirror is both ally and challenger, asking you to see yourself in the mirror made by the events in your life. She represents the powerful force of law of attraction and reminds you that what you are is what you attract. This isn't to say that you need to blame yourself for inviting transgressions or if you find yourself a victim of a big picture event, say a war. This is a distorted interpretation of this law. Certain events are fated to test our faith. Rather, find yourself within the web woven through, uh, through your life, the relationships, opportunities, desires, and seeming failures, and successes. Observe how you've responded to life's challenges, great and small, and be aware of what is familiar in the present. Release all judgment and accept things exactly as they are with love. The Lady in the Mirror asks that you honor every part of your story as essential to your highest unfolding. Can you see yourself as being exactly where you need to be on your path? Do you love what you see in the mirror? Can you perceive your part in your reactions and the motives behind your current inquiry? You will find your answer 
in a thorough and honest self-appraisal. Appraisal. Interesting. Um, that's one thing I actually hate looking at myself in the mirror. And there is an exercise called the mirror exercise where you look in the mirror and you sit there and you stare at yourself and you say, I love you. Um, yeah, it doesn't work. L at least it makes me very uncomfortable. Um, I've been trying to do it for six years. Um, I've tried all the adaptations to be able to do this. And yet, I can't. So I'm guessing I'm being told I need to get over that problem and actually stare in the mirror and get to where I can say I love you to myself. Because right now, I see myself as one of the biggest failures out there. I mean, I'm alive, so I guess I'm not a complete failure. But I'm stuck in a place I'm not happy. And I can't get beyond that. So, what do you take away from this card and the meanings and all that? And as always, I will post a picture of the card on both my support pages. Um, again... You don't have to become a supporter. Um, I think you have to join the pages to actually comment. But you do not have to be a supporter. Um, but you can comment. And I do welcome pretty much all comments. Um, even if they're a different opinion. As long as there is no hate. Because hate will not be tolerated. Bullying will not be tolerated. Um... And I will, I mean, if I think that you're being a bully or disrespectful or whatever, um, you will be deleted with no other warnings or anything like that. And this week, I didn't really go up in follower count. Um, last week, I had 156. And I had followers so you would have thought I would have been up to 158 and according to Twitter I only have 157 so somewhere somebody got suspended so probably another troll although I've had a couple people I've been following for some time all of a sudden have had their accounts suspended for no apparent reasons as to rhyme or reason so these two are my two new followers. Deluxe Edition. Yet another podcast. I'm sorry. Let me try that again. Deluxe Edition. Yet another pop culture podcast. And the Athletic Obscuria podcast. Thank you for following. And I am following you back. Um, I have not at this moment had a chance to peruse your podcasts as of yet. Um... But I will do that sometime this weekend. And that's it for now. Rogue out.